Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Stomping Jen. Yeah, Sawtooth Frank. Welcome to the Soft Serve Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. So happy to have you oh, here. Oh, I'm so excited to You're be here. You're still here as my co-host. Oh, I'm glad I've not been replaced After- by those other people banging on the door hmm. <laughs> wanting to be co-hosts. No, they don't laugh at my jokes, so that's oh, why you're around. I'm the only one that yeah. laughs at you. We have a really cool guest on the show yeah, this we week. Do. Malia Rhodes, who is the um, proprietor of um, Happy Valley Skate, and also a really cool person. And we're going to talk about skating. And you have roller this, skating. Roller skating. Let's be very specific here. There are other types of skating. I mean, there's rollerblading, skateboarding, right. ice skating. Okay, we're going to focus on roller skating. Roller skating. Okay, I know that. Okay. Okay, are you ready? I am so ready. Okay. I'm going to ask you about your broken tailbone. All right, I'm you just can totally ask This is just a heads up. Right. Get ready for those tough questions about okay. how you broke your tailbone skating, okay? Okay. All right, you ready? Uh-huh. All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Stomping Jen, we're here to talk about roller skating, not ice skating, not rollerblading. You corrected me before this music and now I am correcting myself. Do you know who we're going to talk to? Mm-hmm. Who? Malia. Malia Rhodes, right? From Happy Valley Skate. <laughs> That's right. Hi, Malia. Hi there, Sawtooth and Stomping Jen. Thanks for being here with us. Um, as you can probably <laughs> tell, yeah, I am quite um, excited to talk to you about roller skating. As opposed to other types of skating. As opposed to other types of skating. <laughs> Thank you, Stomping Jen. <laughs> Um, that's a good question. Do people often confuse types of skating? Like, is that something people just try to put all of the skating in one type of bucket, but there are differences, right? Like important differences. Oh, there are. Um, most people just when they see me, like take my skates out of my car, they're like, Oh, you're a rollerblader. And I'm like, no, I'm not a rollerblader. I'm a roller skater, but they, they're so used to seeing bladers. It's all blades now. Yeah, but there, um, but there is more of what we can call a traditional roller skating happening all over the place. I think you're all yeah. over the place. Yeah, right. <laughs> roller skating. Yeah, 
With four wheels. One, okay. two, three, four. Quads. Eight. I don't know. Yeah. Quads. Okay. I don't know. Is that what they call them? That's what I call them. Quads. Yeah, they're quads. Quads. Yeah. Okay. As opposed to a blade. Okay. Which is in a straight line, like inline skating. Yeah. No, I'm genuinely curious if that is a, um, like if it's an issue, like somehow With within who? within the skating like world, like oh. our. But well, we yeah, can, we can get there. Yeah. We'll get Maybe. there. Maybe we'll get okay. there when we start talking more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before we before we talk about that, can you tell us? I'm really curious. Um, you have Happy Valley Skate. Um, you want to tell us a little bit more about what Happy Valley Skate is and um, kind of how you got interested in doing all of this work with roller skating? Uh, yeah. So Happy Valley Skate is um, it's like a skate school where I do workshops and classes and teach people how to skate and share my love of skating as much as I can. And I was reading um, your bio on your Happy Valley Skate website, and you have a a really touching story on there about how you got involved with skating as a child, like how that love of roller skating got ignited in you. Could you share a little bit about that with us? Because I'd, I'd love people to hear about that. Sure. Um, my my father was actually a they call it artistic skating, and um, which is figure skating on roller skates. It's in fact, that was back in the 50s. And so when I was old enough to stand on skates, he taught me how to skate. And I have skated all my life. And he passed away last year during the pandemic, not of COVID, but from cancer. Um, and this is kind of my, um, my tribute to him. Because he gave me something that has made me happy for my entire life. And I really want to share that with people and pass that on. That's beautiful. And my condolences on the loss of your father. Thank you. Um, how did skating make you feel as a child? Is that, was that something you connected to like immediately? I know, I know your dad um, had an interest in, he did this artistic skating, but when you put on a pair of skates and you started skating, do you remember that and like how it made you oh, feel? Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, my dad even um, took a job as a rink guard on the weekends. So he would, you know, blow the whistle and tell kids to slow down if they were skating too fast. Um, but so he took me every Friday and Saturday night to the rink and I would just watch all of the older skaters. And I was so jealous of them. They were going so fast or they were spinning and doing all these cool moves. And I just wanted to do it so bad, but my little feet wouldn't do it. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm older and I, my feet can do it and I'm trying <laughs> to do as much as I can. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I remember going to roller skating rinks mm -hmm. um, as a kid. Back mm -hmm. when when I was growing up, they had these big mm -hmm. um, inside roller skating venues, and you would go. And yeah, I remember like all the big people like flying around the circle, and like you'd sit there and you'd be like, "Do I really even dare <laughs> go out there? Because I'm gonna get I'm gonna get like." knocked over or wasted like by one of these folks yeah i totally remember that you it's had very true you had the you had those types of skating we rinks had skating you, right? rinks we had a skating rink by us and then when i was young it got busted for drugs and they closed it down 
No. <laughs> in Jersey. Oh, Jersey. In, in Jersey. But I think that was, I don't know if that was like a thing that happened to roller skating rinks, you know, back from the 80s or whatnot. That, you yeah. Know. You know, you don't find rinks. Uh, there are not many, I don't think. You know, there's two in our region. Yeah. And then I don't even know how many more there are in the world, in, in Massachusetts and... Yeah, I, don't I know, know of about six within an hour's drive. Oh wow! Okay, that's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, um, Malia, tell us tell us a little more about artistic skating and what that is. Sure. So artistic skating is really figure skating, um, like you see in the Olympics on ice skates, but on quads, traditional quad roller skates, um, and it. It really changes everything because when you're figure skating on uh, a blade on an ice skate, you have that one line of balance, which is very similar to a roller blade. And then with quad skates, you've got four wheels and inside and outside edges and a front and back. And it changes everything and it makes it, to me, way more exciting. (laughs) Is there an Olympic event for roller skating for artistic skating i don't think so i was just curious not yet isn't that crazy that's bs especially since there's a um ice skating one (laughs) oh skateboarding this year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they should totally have one for roller skating um agreed and you took artistic skating lessons when you were a child right you are a student of this form i was a student of that form um and I, I did it for about two or three years when I was an early teen, like 12, 13, 14. Um, but I really wanted to go fast. I really wanted speed skates the whole time that I was learning. So I kind of, you know, half-ass paid attention back then. Mm-hmm. And what are speed skates? Like, how are they different from artistic skates or, or, or regular roller skates? Sure. Um, so you know how um, when you see people dancing the tango, um, the ladies are on these big heels and the guys always stand on their toes. So a, a roller skate, a traditional artistic skate has a little heel to it, like a regular boot. And a speed skate is extremely flat. There's no heel. It's a very low to the ground. And it also has very wide wheels so that you can take turns and really hug those corners. Hmm. Where artistic skate has a very narrow wheel so that you can be more agile. Hmm. Hmm. And tell us about when, why you really wanted to get into this speed skating. Was it a matter of just like kind of watching people doing speed skating and being like, I want to go fast like that. That's what I want to do. Um, you know what? I was a chubby kid and being on roller skates was the only way that I could go fast. (laughs) (laughs) And because I had the extra weight, it even gave me more of an advantage because I had the extra weight behind me when I was skating. So for me, it just made like all the sense in the world. Like I could do something and go really fast, even though I was chubby. Like it was something that the weight didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And roller derby was the same. When I got into a roller derby, which is later on, um, weight didn't matter. And when you when you got those speed skates, is that a matter of just changing the wheels, or are they like a whole new type of skate, like a completely brand new pair it's a of skates? Whole new skate, yeah. yeah. Whole new skate. Well, you know, 
so she just mentioned that the there's a boot yeah. with like a heel mm-hmm. versus a flat. Oh, on a regular roller skate, the stopper's on the toe, right? No, 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 no. It's nothing to do with the stopper, right? So think about like the like um, the base. Mm-hmm. So on top of that is where you put your foot into like a a shoe. Yeah. So what she's saying is that the artistic roller skates have a little a little heel on the boot. Okay. Oh, I see. Right? Yeah. And then the speed skates are just flat. Okay. Got, got it. it. Yeah. Like, a, like a sneaker as opposed to a yeah. heel. And how fast can you go like when you're speed skating? Is speed skating like something you do? Is that as like a special sub sport within roller skating? Or do you get speed skates and you just hit the rink or go out on the street and use speed skates? All of the above. Yeah. Um, I think we... <laughs> When you get those speed skates, you can really kind of do anything you want. Um, you can hit the rink. You can, it, the wheels, if the wheels are soft, you can go outside. Um, but yeah, uh, when I played roller derby, they would time us on our laps on speed skating. And you had to do 35 laps in five minutes. Uh, when I first started playing, it was 20 laps. And then as it got more advanced, they kept tacking on five more oh, every wow. year. Mm. It got to be 35. That's a lot of laps in five minutes. It's pretty mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie you you talk about that got you interested in um, like transitioning just from like playing around on speed skates um, into the sport of roller derby. Which was, um, what was that movie called? Whip It. Can can you tell us about that movie and like how that inspired you? So the way I discovered it was actually kind of hilarious. I had a a good friend that we would go to the movies all the time together. And we were leaving the theater and there was a big life-size poster cutout of Whip It. And it had um, Elliot Page on the front with a little helmet with this what we call a helmet panty on it has a little stripe or a star um and my friend was like oh i really want to go see that and i turned and i just saw the the hat you know the helmet and i was like i don't really know anything about horse racing because <laughs> i thought with it meant like you know yeah <laughs> i had she's like no this is roller derby and i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about and she's like oh we need to go see this movie and so as soon as it came out, we went to see it. And a week later, I was at the local rink strapping on some skates, seeing if I still could, if I still had it. And, uh, and I did. Was, <laughs> and it was, was all downhill from there. <laughs> so you went on to play a bunch of um, roller derby for a, for a while. And I, I'm going to talk to you about that. Um, but was the movie like a fairly accurate uh, portrayal of roller derby like when you actually started playing roller derby were you surprised or did the movie like actually portray it in in a way that was authentic bits and pieces um so the movie was based on bank track roller derby so remember in the did you guys see the movie no I feel Shame. like we started watching it once and I fell asleep by I accident. Because I really have wanted to see this movie for quite some time. Are you sure that wasn't Rollerball, which was like the 70s? 
<laughs> Molly is laughing at that, which is like, yeah, which is like this weird, like sci-fi, like interpretation of roller derby. I think I'm not entirely sure what it is, but something like that. Yeah, um, but I think we tried watching that stomping gen, oh, okay. and you fell asleep. Uh, All right, we have not seen with it. Yeah, let's put it that way. So the old school roller derby that they started back in the fifties was played on a bank track. So it was a big track that was built up and it slanted down. Um, it was an oval track, but it had, was high on the outside and went down on the inside. So it was flat and like ground level on the inside. Mm-hmm. The roller derby that we play now is flat track mm-hmm. because building those big bank tracks is extremely expensive and you have to like have a place to keep it all the time. With flat track, you can really play anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I have played from Ontario to Indianapolis, Indiana, down to Philly. Um, it's been good times. But like the the game itself has a lot more rules. I think it's the difference between like wrestling and boxing. Like wrestling is really a lot of theatrics and that's more bank track, old school. And the flat track, we have so many rules. There's no pushing, no elbows, uh, no tripping, um, tons of stuff. There's so many things that are illegal. (laughs) Doesn't sound like fun. Um, Have you skated on those bank tracks? I have not. I know people that have. Yeah. um, But I think it's it's supposed to be really hard to stay up. Yeah. And and go around and also like get through people. I can't even imagine the level of difficulty it adds to the game. Mm. But the the movie after parties were totally spot on. Okay. <laughs> so there's a there's a big after party culture in roller derby? Very much so. Hmm. I might need to get into roller derby. What? Stomping Jen. Yeah, I don't think so. I need more parties in my life. Uh, Let me see you skate on a pair of skates before you go roller derbying. So that's a prerequisite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you need to know how to skate. Hmm. No, non-skating official, NSO. (laughs) That's not going to happen, Malia. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm going to disabuse you all of that notion. Oh, I was never... Okay. Yeah, under the impression that was um, a real thing. You had a role. So in roller derby, one of the things you do, much like I have the name Sawtooth Frank, uh, there's nothing particularly clever about that. But in roller derby, you, um, if you're a player, I think you adopt pseudonyms, right? Or are they called handles, something like that. I don't know what they're derby names. Derby names. Would you share yours with us? We were talking about it a little bit before. Yeah. It. It actually took me like about a week of really hardcore thinking to come up with it. And I'm a Mexican food fanatic. And I was sitting with a friend of mine having a pile of nachos. And I was like, Nacho Mama? No. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And then I was like, hmm, jalapeno. Like, how how can we make this better? So I said, okay, Hallie, like Halle Berry, Mm -hmm. pain, because I'm going to bring the pain. Yep. And yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> so Hallie Peño became my name. I love it. I have to give you one of these. That's our celebratory noise. We play that you when we, to, we approve of something. You have to tell people what that noise is. Just in case people don't know. Um, 
I love that name. And it took me a minute. What I'm would, not the. What would be your name? Sawtooth Frank. That would be your derby name? Yeah. What's wrong with that? You wouldn't have any other name? Well, Malia was, came up with a name for me the other night. It was uh, Falling Jen, right? <laughs> no. What was it? Uh, standing Jen? Stopping Jen. Oh, Stopping Jen, right. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the. One of the stop. You needed to learn to stop, right? Like, this was one of the things, Malia, Stomping Jen had been saying to me for weeks and weeks and weeks. I need to learn how to stop. Yeah, I need to learn how issue. to stop. This is what I say to Malia every week. <laughs> I and, need to learn how to stop. <laughs> and, sh- and Stomping Jen came across your, like, a social media post or something you had done. And was like, oh, I'm going to go here and take a lesson. And Stomping Jen went. And she came back all excited and like really enjoyed it. And but she was like, I learned to stop, sort of. Um, so I think stomping Jen's still working on I'm that. I'm still working on stopping. Yeah. Um, I went down a little curve. So, you know, sorry, I don't mean to, to diverge the conversation. But so Malia's so patient. Yeah. So I'm, you know, like the little gradual, you know, the on the side of the sidewalk. Yeah. The little curb cut. The, yeah. Like, slopes down gently and it's mm-hmm. like yay inches yeah i was super like terrified of just going down this little itty bitty slope on my skates yeah and malia would stand there she was holding her, her arm out so i would feel comfortable just going down this little itty bitty slope Malia sounds like a great teacher. She's very, very patient. She met she met you <laughs> met you where you were at. <laughs> but you did it by yourself last I week. I did, I did, I did it by myself last week. It was very exciting. Yeah. Um, so all right, so we all have our roller derby names. Yes, we all have roller um, derby names. You played roller derby for a long time, right? I did. Ten years on and off between broken bones. And what what um what kept you in it that long? Like, what did you love about roller derby? Um, you know, it it's a little bit like being a superhero sometimes. And it, um, for one, um, I it was something I could do on skates. I already knew how to skate. So a lot of people that start playing derby don't even know how to skate when they start. So when I started, I kind of already, already had an advantage. So it was fun. And then I could hit people that wanted to be hit. And that's kind of cool. Like you can knock people over like a bowling ball. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So people, so that surprises me to hear you say that. People will contemplate getting into a sport like roller derby and need to learn to skate. Like you don't come to that. Most, a lot, some people don't come to that. What am I trying to say? You're trying to say that some people who start roller derby yeah. don't even know how to skate. That surprises me. I don't Many know. Many wh- people. I don't know why. Like that feels to me like deciding you want to um, compete in swimming, for example, and you don't even know how to swim. <laughs> but well, roller derby is structured in yeah. a way that um, there's different tiers. Mm-hmm. So we try to keep people safe. You don't just join and show up and we can hit you right away. That's like, (laughs) it's not that way at all. When you join, um, you're called fresh meat and, or the old school, I used to call it that. (laughs) And you're off limits, you know, Hmm. and that's, it's, it's safe for you. 
Um, everybody knows like not to just even like give you a little bump or like a, a whip or anything. They know to leave you alone and you get to take your time learning how to stop and do all the little tricks that roller derby requires. Hmm. So will a roller derby like team or <laughs> consist of like, you know, the people who do know how to skate, been playing it for a while and then sort of like apprentice players, like people who are there watching, coming to the matches and like still learning to skate and all of that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Most teams have different levels. They have an all-star team, which is the top level players and they do most of the traveling. And then some teams might have uh, home teams and that's really kind of a equal opportunity. Everybody's on a home team. Everybody gets to play each other. Um, and then it kind of just goes down from there, but everybody gets to play at whatever level they're at. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I know I have encountered a number of people in my life over the years who are involved in roller derby in different capacities, like players, people who just refed, right? And like, I get this feeling like it's this sport that is more widespread than we know about. It's like this underappreciated sport that not a lot of people know about. You mean about. it's underground? I don't want, I'm not going to go as far as say it's underground, but it's I feel not like mainstream. I just feel like it's a sport that a lot of people aren't aware of and they should be because from what I've seen of it, it's like incredibly fun to watch. I can't even imagine what it's like to play. <laughs> well, it's definitely its own culture. Yeah. Um there are uh, there's Derby Con, which is like, you know, Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. It's out in Las Vegas every year. There's um, ECDX, which is something that they put on down in Philadelphia every year, which goes on for like an entire week. And you can sign up to be in like little fun, fun bouts. So a roller derby game is called a bout and they have little fun ones. So you can be on like Star Trek versus Star Wars or uh, Wookiees versus androids, bakers versus crafters. Like it's, that it's a lot awesome. of fun. And it, yeah. And then they have like a list teams that come from all over the place and play each other. And you get to watch those guys too. Um, do people play like, is the sport played for money? Like at that, it's like, is it a competitive sport? Like in that way, are there like sponsors and like, does it get that kind of involvement? Like are from, businesses and stuff so most teams right now are all independent mm -hmm. anything they do is like travel and that kind of stuff most skaters pay for it out of pocket but there are a couple of rock star skaters out there that do get contracts and are sponsored by different skating companies or wheels or that kind of stuff and social media has done a lot for that too so even more people are mm -hmm. represent different skating companies now I feel like this roller derby is still waiting for its like um, public awareness moment, stomping Jen, like broader, like, like we're involved um, uh, in, in a very tangential way with the disc golf community. Like we know people who are in it and like um, there's a, a group trying to build a new disc golf course in our town, which is like you play golf, golf with Frisbees. Well, the town is yeah, the town, our town is building one. And like, I had never heard of this disc golf before this, had no clue what it was, but like, apparently it got somehow got into the broader 
um, public consciousness, and there are people like making millions of dollars now off of this disc golf. Millions of dollars. And I feel like I feel like roller derby is just waiting for that. You think so? It, it, it's so widespread. I don't know that roller derby wants to be that. Oh, do you think roller derby oh. wants to be that? I don't know. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Roller derby. Um, they now have a World Cup. Mm-hmm. They've done it for, I guess, every other year, but U.S. has won, mm-hmm. um, and I think Canada won one also. But they're trying to get it to be an Olympic sport mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with that piece coming in, a lot of the skaters are stopping their derby names, and some skaters that are taking it more professional are going by their like really? their last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that no fun? Uh, yeah, it takes the fun out of the whole thing. Because it, for me, it feels like it's a little counterculture. But it is. That's just my. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how long I've I've known about uh, roller derbying, but I've never actually seen it played ever. No, neither have I. And I keep wanting to go. <laughs> like I keep really wanting. I like I legitimately want to go. I've seen like videos of it and stuff, and it a like it looks terrifying to be doing. It's so much fun. Yeah. I still um, announce for Hartford whenever the pandemic is over, I'll get you guys some passes and you need to come and see Hartford. Oh, for sure. I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, You mentioned you got pretty banged up before. You had some broken bones and that sort of thing. What what was the worst injury you sustained from roller derby? That would be my last one. And it was the most... Um, it happened at practice. It didn't even happen at a game. Oh, hold on. But it was the worst break ever. You didn't even get the glory of being taken out during a game. I didn't. Oh. Um, but I had a, I actually slid on water that was on the track and I had a spiral tib and fib fracture, uh, four pins and a rod. Oh my God. Ugh. So that's the one that took you out. That was it. That was the last one. Mm. Do you ever think about going back? I tried twice, but I honestly was just so, I was really scared. I was scared of aggressive stopping that I was going to like, just break something. It Mm -hmm. was, it was too much for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeez. And so, okay. So, we did this um, artistic roller skating in mm-hmm. your youth, which led you into speed, speed skates skating. and speed skating. That led us into roller derby, right? Mm-hmm. We had that horrible injury we just heard about. Mm-hmm. And then then you decided to start this, this venture, right? Some years later, Happy Valley Skate. Um, so yeah. tell us, um, you mentioned a little bit about how... Um, well, tell us more about how you started it. I want to hear. Was it after your your dad passed away that you started it, or did you have Happy Valley Skate before that? And was it an idea in your mind before that? It was all after. Okay. Um, no, I think it. Um, I started skating more, and um, and then when my dad passed, I really just started skating all the time. It was my way of kind of grieving for him. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
in kind of my own way. And I just started skating a lot. And then I, during the pandemic, people started skating again because it was a socially distanced thing that you could do. And then I just kept skating. And um, I realized that there were a lot of people in the area that like me were retired from roller derby, but still had skates and still liked to skate. So I started uh, initially Skate Western Mass, which is a Facebook group um, just to get just to connect other skaters with skaters to find people to like trail skate with or whatever. Um, and then I realized that people were really struggling. They bought skates and they didn't know how to skate and they really needed help with basic skate skills. And that's when I decided to launch happy Valley skate. Hmm. It's so interesting. Go ahead. Because like you just said, like the pandemic, right? So I had bought skates to to skate with our daughter at the rink. I tried to get our son into and he wasn't into it. I've always loved roller skating. I just have nostalgia. And then when the pandemic, like taking, you know, the rinks were closed. So like if we wanted to skate, like where would we go? And that's when I realized um, I didn't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so we it wasn't a wall. Well, I mean, taking the skates out of the rink without the wall provided this like forum for like, oh shit, like I need to be able to go down a hill and stop. And the first time that um my daughter and I went out uh <laughs> on the road, I was like, this is not gonna end well. I need either really flat and no hill or whatever. So I was so happy that to find the skate Wednesday mask. Cause I was like, I need to learn how to stop. Yeah. And that's one of the <laughs> basic, that's one of the basic kind of skills, right. That you aim to provide through happy Valley skate is helping people with the fundamentals, like learning to skate. Absolutely. Um, I think we, you use different muscles and just being a, a human every day and walking than you do when you're skating, because Skating kind of requires you to turn your feet out and use just your obliques, I think, mm -hmm. like just different parts of your different muscles that you just don't use. And it's really hard for people because you have to press pretty hard to stop. And when you don't have those muscles developed, stopping's really hard mm -hmm. and scary. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of um, squeezing of the thighs involved. There is skating. a lot of squatting <laughs> yeah. and thigh work and you use all parts of your legs and buttocks. And I have core. a very <laughs> weak left thigh muscle. Oh, you don't, you're not getting on skates. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> hmm. I love you, but you're not getting on skates. <laughs> I, Malia, this is a challenge and I may accept it. Um, oh no. Well, you know, I, I know a really great, beginning skate class tomorrow night i'm gonna join and become your star pupil <laughs> i'm throwing down the gauntlet yes <laughs> uh, we um, are the same size foot you can wear my sparkly don't tell people that sparkly glittery no no we do have the same size foot we trade <laughs> footwear all the time here <laughs> i was gonna say i can get the whole family that's gonna yeah. be great <laughs> um so um tell us a little more about um what what you aim to do through Happy Valley Skate. I know we talked about, so somebody like um, myself who wouldn't know how to skate could come there and maybe learn some of the fundamentals. Are there other 
other things that you do through Happy Valley Skate? Like, can do you work with people who are more advanced? Like, can you do just talk to us a little bit more about what you want to do um, with folks? Sure. Um, so I know that people um, that were on the Facebook group had been concerned about, oh, what's going to happen when it gets to be cold outside? So I started to look for spaces for indoor. Um, and I found a space in downtown Northampton and I'm renting a, a Friday night space. Um, and I'm going to teach a roller dance class and the roller dance class. I was actually working on the, the routine today. It's actually structured pretty good so that people of almost any level, as long as you can stand up and move forward and backward, um, anybody could do it because if you or somebody who's really skilled, there's ways that I can make it more challenging for you. And you can like do a, an extra spin or something. Whereas, you know, stopping Jen over here might just do like a quarter turn step and I'll just make one big swoop. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start a skate school and I'm going to teach roller dance and they're themed roller classes. So when I was in roller derby, I did a dance dance evolution, uh, once a month, I had everybody dress up and I did a theme and I did like two or three songs and we just like goofed around and had a good time. So I'm setting it up so that if um, each class is themed and if you want to dress up, you totally can. Um, but it's it's going to be fun no matter what for everybody. It's like um, Halloween on skates. I have some of these classes here. Um, you have the roller disco which is cool. Um, I like disco. Um, then, then you have a, a retro 70s disco dance party that you're planning. That looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, the roller disco is the big event. That's something different. That one. That's, that's, that's an actual roller disco. Oh. Yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, um, so I'm actually having two, but I guess one. <laughs> Uh, by the time this will air. Oh, right. So um, you're going to do one and that will have been a smashing success. So, yeah. um, so the we'll next work out all the kinks. Yeah. So if you're listening, you're going to be listening to this probably, um, in October, second week of October, 2021. And you'll be listening to it in the f- past that date too. So yes. anyways, but anyways, tell, <laughs> tell us about, tell us about the event. I'm really curious what's going to sure. happen there. Um, yeah, so it's, um, it is a full on Halloween party on skates. Um, it's going to be October 29th, Friday night, um, from seven to 10 and from seven to eight, there's time for families and people who might be new to skates. So that's like the kind of the, the PG time there, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and then there'll be a big group dance class just to kind of have fun with everybody for about 20 minutes and some games. And then there'll be adult skate for the rest of the night, a couple of other little games, but that's out at Amelia park in Westfield. They have an amazing outdoor rink. Huh? Super fun. Yeah. Mark your calendars. That does sound like fun. I want to go back to the classes for a minute. Yeah, go ahead. And then we could talk more about the roller disco, but, um, I think I think the thing uh, that I really want to stress, um, and the thing that I think uh, the big takeaway is that as an adult, 
You can still put on roller skates. It's not just a sport for kids. Absolutely. I am 50 years old. I turned 50 in January and I skate. (laughs) (laughs) I skate four or five days a week, you know? Yeah. It keeps me young. Yeah. Cause a lot of the, um, my, my peers, I'm like, I'm going skating and they just laugh at me. And I'm like, well, I don't understand. Like, it's not that crazy. It's a sport just like any other sport, you know, like it's fun. It's something to do. It gets you outside or inside if you're in a rink, but yeah. like you can skate at any age. I think that's a, a, a fallacy that people have taught themselves that, you know, like even like jump roping, like something like that, you know? Like I took a double Dutch class a couple years ago. <laughs> I thought it was, I was like, I'm going to double Dutch. Like I did when I was like, yeah. you know, 12 and it didn't work out that way. But anyways, I just want to really stress that. So if you even have any uh, doubts about, oh, you know, hey, I'm like 30. Hey, I'm 40. Hey, I'm 50. Like I can't skate. Like, yeah, you can. Yeah. So any age, oh, any age, give it a shot. Absolutely. Yeah. There was a gentleman at the rink two weeks ago and um, he's like, oh, haven't I seen you? And I said, oh, yeah, I used to skate in Wilbraham. And he said, you know, I just turned 74. He is dance skating mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. What's the um, I'm sure people come to you Malia and you know like myself maybe I'm, I'm not quite 50 yet I'm almost there and you know like fear of falling is like high on my list like everything I do now I go down a flight of steps I maintain four <laughs> points of contact you know I'm just I'm aware of all of the dangers like what what do people what are people when they come to you and they ex- are expressing interest in learning to skate or maybe picking skating back up, what do they express to you as, in terms of their fears? Um, falling is number one. Yeah. But you can ask um, Stopping Stomping Jen. Um, stopping Stomping Jen? Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, When people come to the class, I make them fall on purpose in the grass safely so that you can learn how to fall. And it also kind of takes some of the fear out of it. When you're falling on purpose, you can like learn to fall and get that muscle memory so that you fall on the stuff that you have padded, like your wrist guards and your knee pads. Yeah. Let's talk about skating safety a little bit. You should have this safety gear, right? Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're skating. And Mm -hmm. so that's, um, walk us through what, what are the pieces of equipment in terms of safety? Somebody should, come to you with sure um so if you want the full thing uh you're talking a helmet and um like a nice a nice fitting helmet something that doesn't fall off when you shake your head um and then the chin strap can you know tighten down wrist guards Mm -hmm. elbow pads and knee pads okay do they sell um tuchus pads (laughs) They do. <laughs> Stomping Jen needs one. Now, I'm going to tell about this. You're going to um, tell about this? Yes. You're going to tell about me? Yeah. Um, Wait, preface about when I bought my skates. Start at the beginning with this story. You're going to have to start this because so, I don't know when you so bought your skates. I bought my skates yeah. and I said, I'm going to buy skates. And you were not so keen and you 
What did I say? You said uh, you're 40 and you shouldn't be skating. So I refer back to the earlier conversation. That was the wrong thing to say. Yeah. I will admit it. Yeah. So, you know, anyways. Not really. She got hurt bad. But it was because I didn't know how to stop. (laughs) So I was stupid. I was coming off the No, you weren't stupid. You were not... You didn't have the right skill set. Well, it was just, it was a, anyways, it probably could have happened to anybody, but I was coming off the rank. Right. You were kind of just and standing there, I right? was holding the yeah. railing. I was literally holding the railing yeah. at the exit and entrance point of the rank indoors. Yeah. And somehow I lost my footing and I fell right on my ass. Yeah. And I could feel it like shoot up my spine. Ooh. And oh, you yeah. were in pain for months. I was in pain. Right? And didn't you go to the doctor? I never went to the doctor. Oh, I never confirmed. Uh, I didn't yeah. really want to know because even if I knew, there wasn't anything they were going to no. be able to do. But I'm pretty sure I broke my tailbone. <laughs> there's not a there's not a fanny cast that could stick you in, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I like to this day, yeah. I still like, I don't know how it right. happened. Like I just, like mm-hmm. something distracted me or I was, because I was literally holding the yeah. railing. So I have no idea how I lost my footing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of the qualities I admire about you. Um, I got is, back on the horse. Well, that you'll just go and do things, right? And you don't let a, um, a sour old pickle like me stop you, you know, <laughs> you'll just be like, all right, you sit at home and be miserable. I'm going to go skating, mm-hmm. um, sawtooth. And yeah. You went out and did it. Mm-hmm. And here you are. You're continuing this. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing. Um, so, um, Malia, I love that you teach people how to fall. That surprised me. I would never, really? have, yeah, I would never have thought that that was something you could do. But now that when I hear you talk about it, it totally makes sense. I mean, I fall all the time. Yeah. For me, falling is a part of learning. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got wheels in the bottom of your feet. You're trying new things. You're going to lose your balance. Yeah. And I want to know, I've, I've fallen enough now that I know which direction I fall. So I know what I need to have protected. Yeah. Um, but I also know that when I start to fall backwards, I twist a little bit so that I always will hit a hip mm-hmm. because your hip has a little padding on it. Whereas the tailbone doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's no padding. <laughs> And people, um, in terms of safety too, people should skate in safe places, right? Like um, rinks or parks. We shouldn't be skating out on the street, right? Or should we? Some people can. They do. Yeah, right, Malia? I don't know. You can. Yeah. Um, My experience is street skating in New England is really bad because of all the sand Mm. that's like left over. Um, you know, a lot of people skate outside in LA year round and it's beautiful and they don't sand the roads, uh, you know, with mm. the, yeah, we just have so much grossness kind of on our roads mm-hmm. that it's really not safe to skate on them. Yeah. Um, right. I fit it at the rotary by look park mm. a couple of times yeah. myself and it's just from sand. Mm. So yeah, rinks are great. If you can find a tennis court or a basketball court, those are fantastic. Mm, if they let you. Yeah, some of them have I signs. Yeah, no roller skating. Yeah. A space unicorn and I did that once and then we noticed the sign. We're like, oh, we can't go on there. Yeah. I used to skate on ten um like 
Well, I would rollerblade, but on yeah, tennis courts. Yeah, why don't you tell your rollerblade story about how you commuted to work with your rollerblades and wiped out? Well, worse than that, I tried to get onto a moving train wearing uh, rollerblades. <laughs> and uh, I almost got dragged under the, the train. Somebody grabbed me and pulled me back up. Oh. Fortunately, there was a fellow commuter who had a had a spark of empathy in them. Yeah. I was like, this this person's going to be dragged to his to his death. Oh boy! Yeah, but anyways, I I tried to mount hey, the you train. You know how to skate? I know how to rollerblade. Ah. Um, yeah. Is there a difference? I think there is. I think. Well, let's ask the expert, um, Malia. Have you rollerbladed before? Um, and do you have any thoughts to share on the difference between roller skating and rollerblading? I- I have rollerbladed and I've ice skated. Um, I find it too hard on my ankles when I rollerblade now. And when I ice skate, I'm so used to having, or probably if I tried to rollerblade too, I'm so used to having my brake on the front, my toe stop, that I will turn around and go to stop and I will fall face forward. I've done it on the ice like multiple times because I forget there's nothing there. Oh, the brake is on the back on a rollerblade. Yeah. Oh, on a rollerblade? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And only on one, I think. Yes, on one. Now, you... I don't like rollerblades. You saw me rollerblade before. I I was quite good at it. I thought. I don't even remember. I feel like it was such a brief blip in our relationship. (laughs) The rollerblading. I know. Malia, I mean, I was... um, a teen, wait, when was I a teenager? In the 80s and 90s. So um, rollerblading was like a huge thing back then. Yeah. And I spent a lot of my teenage years on rollerblades, a good part of my 20s on rollerblades, before I met you, Stomping Jen. I would skate around I different places. I met you places. when you were 22. Did you? Yes. Oh. All right. Well, Anyhow. a good part is two years. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't like rollerblades. I will just say it. I'm Hmm. a traditionalist. I like like the four wheels. Is there any kind of um, conflict in the skating community between rollerbladers and roller skaters? Not really. I mean, even in roller derby, well, roller derby, you have to play on quads, but some of the referees would play on blades. They would ref on blades. Oh. But like for me... Like, I think all skates are good skates, you know, mm-hmm. um, but like for my dance classes and stuff, like you can't really dance on blades. It's really difficult. Yeah. 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 I want to. You want to? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've you been borrow like... my skates. You can do the time warp. I know. I know. I, wait, we forgot yeah. about the, the classes because I saw that on the list that he has here, and yeah. I totally am going to the Rocky Horror. Let's jump back to that real quick. So one of the <laughs> special... one take of the... a step to the left and take a <laughs> jump to the right. <laughs> take or a whatever. step to the left. I don't think that's the right words. No, no. <laughs> it's just, it's a, just a step to the... Oh, no. I know, I screwed up because I got it all munged in my head. Yeah. Um, but Malia, you are doing... A Rocky Horror Picture Show skating event. Is that going to be at midnight? No. Oh. <laughs> and you can't throw things at me either. I'm sorry. <laughs> but people should come dressed up, right? As their favorite oh, character. Please. Yes. 
Can I also, yeah. can I just, can I, sorry, I have a side story. Go ahead. That has, it's Rocky related, not Go roller ahead. skating related. <laughs> so I like to listen to my iPod on like shuffle a lot. And uh, we were in the car and it was just Space Unicorn and I. <laughs> and a Rocky song came on. I forget which one it was. Uh, and uh, so Space Unicorn was like, what is this song? And I was like, oh, it's from a movie. And and so they were like, what is it about? It's <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain to you what Rocky Horror Picture Show is. I'm like, it's not appropriate. You yeah. can't watch it. Space uh, Unicorn's gave, 11. But then I gave I gave them like base, the basic rundown of what it was about. And it sounded so silly and ridiculous. <laughs> and, I was, and she was like... Um, he made a man? Why did he make a man? Like, what was a man for? And I was like, um, I'll tell you in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best conversation. All right. Sorry. I digress. I apologize. So um when you do when you do an event like um the Rocky Horror Picture Show skating event, are you gonna how does that work? Are you gonna people should come in costume? Are you gonna play music from the the movie? The movie? All of the above. So usually with the classes, I've got like a, a routine that I'm going to do. And it's like a, maybe a six part thing that we're going to repeat. And then for the first few songs, we're just going to break down the routine and maybe just do one part of it for one song. And then the next song you might work on, you know, a different step for the next song. So you get time to like practice it and get better at it. And then at the end, you get to put all those steps together into the big thing. Of course, with the Rocky Horror, we're going to be doing the time, the time warp. warp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that terrifies me. Why? I can't dance. I can't learn to oh dance. Oh, my God. This is I not for The time warp isn't really a dance. It's just a jump to the left and then a step to and the a right. thrust. Oh, there's a thrust in there. Yes. There's um, a pelvic thrust. I once tried to learn. It really drives you insane. Let's do the time warp again. I once tried to learn a flash mob thing. (laughs) I couldn't do it. No. I had to have a special tutor because I wasn't getting it. Uh, At weddings, uh, he makes up his own dances. That's the only way to go. Yeah. They're awesome. I love them. So I have to be off. Can you choreograph with me for one of my discos? Mm Mm-hmm. I could. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The monkey climbing the tree. Yep. That's a classic. The monkey climbing the tree. <laughs> I'm yep. sure you could imagine what that looks like. <laughs> it looks kind of like... Oh, that's it. Doesn't require much. <laughs> um, I was I was miming climbing a tree. Yes. For those who didn't see it. That's um, right. All right. We're also doing an 80s big hair skate. That Is there going to be awesome. Aquanet in all the corners of the room? Yeah. <laughs> That is awesome. And depth depth gel. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Big shoulders, shoulder pads. Now, is this, are we going to be playing like Madonna type music or hair metal or all of the above? You know, I, I've been wondering, I've been like downloading 80s music for the past week, trying to work it out. Um, I think I'm going to have to, to figure that one out. But even if it's pop music, they all had big hair. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whitney Houston. Right. And, um, and I so. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Ooh, you lost it on that note there. The heat. 
I cannot sing like Whitney Houston. I'm sorry. Nobody can. Nobody can. Don't even try. No, it's true. Um, all right. We talked about age. Mm-hmm. Any, any, we encourage people of any age to come and try these classes out. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in skating, don't let your age be a barrier. That's right. Um, or your fear of falling. Right. Um, skill level too, right? We encourage right. people of all skill levels. So- if you're adventurous, <clears throat> want to have a good time, and like, don't mind strapping some wheels on your feet and challenging yourself, I am happy to teach you. She just described you stomping, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> Notice he- You're adventurous. <laughs> you like to have a good time. Yeah. And you don't mind strapping wheels on your feet. That's right. Yes, that is you. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, so so listen, people. Get down there. Don't let your... Um, if you're an expert, you something you can well, learn. I mean, that's the surprising thing is that the yeah. people, uh, when, I, when I've been going to the Friday night events, like people of all skill levels are coming. Yeah. And then people who like are skating laps around me are like want to learn new things. And I'm like, what else is there to learn? You can stop. Like, that's all you need to know how to do is stop. And it's fun. Oh, it's totally fun. And you find maybe find some community. That's right. Community. That's, the, of, you that's know, right. A skating community. We were talking about the importance of community on a previous podcast mm-hmm. and how um, maybe you'll find, maybe you've been looking for your people. Your, yeah, your skaters. And maybe those your are skaters. skaters. Yeah. It's so go tribe. check it out. Don't be afraid. You know, we told the story, Malia, about how um, when I was an undergrad at college, um, I lived, I lived like, not by myself, but I lived in this house for two years. I was completely alone. I had no friends. And then I just he was, was a veteran. I know. He, was a, he was in the army. I was in like the, you're in, he's not oh. telling the story correctly. Well, It wasn't one, like you just came to college and you were 18 and whatever. Point is, I was walking through the campus center, Malia. <laughs> I saw this flyer for the Poetry Society. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. I'm just going to go try it. I was afraid. I wrote a poem. He was afraid of falling. I was afraid of falling during reading a poem. <laughs> That's no. right. Um, so anyways, I went to this thing. Um, I, you know, I challenged myself. Uh-huh. And I ended up with this this stomping gem here. Twenty six years later. Twenty five. Twenty five years but later. Two children. And two. That's um, a pretty good poem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But my point is, like, right. I, you never know who you'll meet at the skating group. What, it's just give it a try. Mm-hmm. If this sounds even remotely interesting, go check it out. That's yeah. what we want to say here. Oh, we didn't okay? even talk more. Oh, um, yeah. Sawtooth Frank. Yes. And stopping Jen, uh, you had a previous guest on, Adam Grabowski. Yes. Yeah. He is a poet. He does know it. He does know he's a poet. Yeah, yeah. He, was a, he, was a, he was fantastic. Yeah. I played roller derby with Grizzly Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he mention? He mentioned that, right? I don't remember if he mentioned roller I derby. I think he did mention but it. But Malia told me, and then I asked him about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's in, that's. That's interesting. What that he played, or just <laughs> yeah, in no. I, I was going to ask a question about um, like refs versus players. Like to be a ref, do you have to have played the sport? No. Hmm. That's interesting. That's huh. very well interesting. to be a ref. Yeah. Um, remember, I was telling you there's levels where you're like fresh meat, and then you have to like climb yep. your way up. Yep. So there's. 
um, four levels. When you're at your fourth level, that's when you're a rostered player. Um, refs only have to go high enough so that they're bout eligible. They only have to go high enough so they can prove that they can actually, if, if a skater knocks into them and takes them out, that they won't get injured. Okay. They, they have to know enough to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. All right. So I can't walk in there and, and with the rule book and say, I memorized this. I'm going to be a ref. That's not no. going to work. No. Okay. No. Sorry. You can't do that. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, before we, we switch or whatever, like, um, I want to talk about uh, this resurgence of roller disco, especially because the roller disco is going to be coming yeah. up um, after this episode. One will have already yeah. happened and the other one will be happening October 29, 2021. Yep. But like these, these are happening. I've, I don't know. There are, I think it's social media that has brought like more roller skaters to the forefront. Like, I don't even know how. I discovered the Skate Western Mass. I think it was a roller derby. I don't know how Facebook knows, like, I'm interested in roller skates because sometimes yeah. I look up roller skates, you know? Yeah. But then um, there are. There are Instagrammers that are <clears throat> doing dancing and stuff. And they do generally live in warmer climates. It does look like they all live in warmer climates. Yeah. Um, but then uh, somebody else that I follow that is not, like, a roller skater – um, went to like these roller discos that are happening out, out in like LA, like these like party things that are happening with dancing and yeah. roller blading or roller skating rather and dancing. And it looked like so it's much fun. It is. And you know, it's been going on in like bigger cities mm -hmm. like Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Like, did you guys have you seen the movie Roll Bounce? No. Mm -hmm. I would highly recommend it. It stars Lil Bow Wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, but it takes place in the 70s mm -hmm. and he's a part of a roller disco group. Mm -hmm. Like they do like group skating. It's amazing. And he does most of his own skating. Mm -hmm. But like Atlanta, they've had like a different roller jam kind of thing going on for a while. And like L.A., they've never stopped skating. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, you know, they can do it year round. But mm -hmm. I think Instagram and with like reels and TikTok. Yeah. People are like posting their tricks mm -hmm. and you get to try their tricks and then you right. can go on YouTube and dissect it and figure out how to do it, which is what I do a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Malia, you sent me these two really interesting articles um, that that I did read um, and I'm going to post the links in our show notes. So um, if you're listening to this and you want to read these articles, I highly encourage you to go read them because they're very enlightening and um, I learned a thing or two from them. Like one, um, I think you both just talked about this is like roller skating is like kind of always been here. It didn't go away. And like most things like COVID kind of amplified it a little bit, you know, for people and brought it kind of back up into the cultural. Um, um, plus social media, I think. Is yeah, what, yeah. And social media. And like the other thing um, I just wanted to mention here, and, and one of the articles talks about this, with much more deftness and expertise than I'm able to, um, that, um, that skating culture like really originated and developed in black communities, like across, um, across our country. Um, and like skating itself has this like really complex, um, political and social history. Um, I'm sure people 
have written dissertations about this. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know if you wanted to talk a little bit more about that angle, Malia. Um, <laughs> not to put you like on the spot. Yeah, sorry. So like, I like, yeah. I learned, I read those articles and I was yeah. like, I even learned things from reading them. But yeah. like, for me, you know, I even lived in Atlanta for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know, rink skating and just rink culture has, it's always been there. And yeah, it is kind of, you know, you've got these like underground little areas, little pockets of things. Um, and I, I think it's, you know, we're, I don't want to say we're like reclaiming or whatever, but we're just, we're kind of just finding it again. You know, it's just kind of got lost in other areas have been developing it. And I think that social media has kind of helped us see like, wow, all these great things have been happening and we haven't been paying attention because maybe it wasn't our community. Yeah. Um, But now we're able to like bring all the communities together and like, you know, skating is, it is all inclusive. It's anybody, um, gender, sexual identity, height, weight, it doesn't matter, you know, shapes. And I think that the skate community as a whole is really accepting and really nurturing. Mm -hmm. You know, they, it's like a big family, you know, they, they want to see you do better. And, you know, if they don't, they're, they're not skating for the right reasons, you know, like most skate people want to help you. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to be helped. Yeah. Well, it, and again, if you're if you're interested in learning a little bit more about some of the those um, those issues I was talking about, just go read the articles. I'll post. I'll post again. I'll post the links in the show notes. They were they were incredibly enlightening to me. So um, they're definitely definitely mm-hmm. there for you to check out. Um, cool. um, one thing I saw that was pretty good. So um, somebody may be interested in skating but may not have skates and you can rent skates kind of at a reasonable rate for people, right? If they want to just come to one of your classes and try it out. Absolutely. Um, I've got some skates. They're like yep. my old skates, my wife's old skates that I'm taking like collections from people's old skates. And I'm like making sure that they're like, I'm replacing things on them. So they're, you know, set up and ready to use a good skate setup. It, it's not cheap. And, um, I know that starting something like that and investing like two or $300 in a pair of skates, um, that's a huge investment for somebody just trying something for the first time. So I've just got some skates that I, I sanitize, I spray them down with alcohol and take really good care of them. And um, if people just want to come and try them on and see if it's for them before they make the big investment, I'm happy. I think I have like five bucks. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I want to get new skates, by the way. Do you? Uh-huh. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Why? Uh, like, is it just leveling up your equipment? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because my skates are okay, but they're, like, heavy. I mean, what do you want me to say? I bought a $700 mixer to do a hobby. <laughs> like, I mean, am I supposed to say no? <laughs> well, one of the things, actually, yeah. in that article that I sent you, mm-hmm. um, one of the big pushes for the resurgence in disco skating and park skating too. Like, and I don't do that so much. Um, like skating at like skate parks, mm-hmm. there's so many like 
roller skaters that do that. Yeah. Like it's great. Um, it's not my thing, but out in LA, there was a derby skater named Estro Jen <laughs> and, uh, Michelle Silen, I think is her real name. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also started in whip it that movie. And she was, uh, the double for, uh, in birds of prey. Mm-hmm. That Harley movie. Quinn, Harley Quinn. Yes. She was Harley Quinn's roller derby double. Oh, sweet. oh wow. But, so estrogen started up this company called Moxie, M O X I and Moxie roller skates that she put out quad skates, just old school skates. But she did a couple of things. She made them in bright, fun colors so that they seemed exciting and people wanted to buy them. Um, And she also made them in suede where um, if you're going to skate outside, suede is better because it's really abrasive, like scuff resistant. And like indoor skates are usually leather. Mm. Um, But she she created this new product and made these beautiful skates and then it made people really get excited about it and now there's all these new brands of roller skates that are coming out and people are making really great skates and there's a variety for like every budget now from like 99 dollars up to 600 and up i don't want 600 dollars skates I do want suede skates though. Yeah. I watch one of those videos that Malia posts. Malia posts very informative videos on yeah. the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's different people talking. It's just, what is it? YouTube videos or something like that. Like different people going through different skate brands and beginning yeah. like the difference between them and whatnot. And uh, some, one of them was like you know, a mid range, but seemed yeah. a little better than what I have. Well, maybe you oh, can, no, no. Uh, which was one? it Moonlight Roller? No, it was like, I don't know, they're suede, they're like 250 on Amazon or something. Or maybe you can donate. American Stride or something like that. BTL. I don't know. I think they're BTL. There's a brand Moonlight Roller. Mm-hmm. Um, she's fantastic. That is a um, black woman-owned business. Mm-hmm. And she started Moonlight Roller to, um, it's actually a mobile roller disco. Mm -hmm. She and her husband have like a little truck and she made this moon boot, um, so that they could have like pop-up roller parties. I want a pop-up roller party. How do we have a pop-up? Working on it. Where do they, where do they, do they come locally out here or is it? No, she's California, Uh, but you can buy moonlight roller boots online and they're really lovely. Moonlight roller. Yep, I'm taking notes. Boots. Thank you. Yeah, very we're much, gonna mention Satu. we're gonna mention them when we promote. And they're this. suede. Yeah. Yeah, I need suede boots. Um, suede. Well, maybe they you... also have really good ankle padding on them. So if you're new, it gives you a little more support. They're really nice boots. Mm. So see, maybe you can um, donate your old skates. I know to Happy Valley. <laughs> they're skate. very sparkly. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know. Yeah. Would you would do you take donations of skates or do you have like a in case there's somebody out there listening to this who has an old pair of oh, skates. Oh, no, I on. will happily take donations yeah. of skates. Okay. Um, any money that I make from like charging for the rentals, I just use to repair the skates. Yeah. Like buy new toe stops, new bearings, wheels, that kind of stuff, just to make sure that all the skates are in good condition. Mm-hmm. All right, Stomping Jen, you should get these new skates. You know what to do okay. with the old ones. Yeah. You know, just don't toss them in the, the sack and send them to Salvation Army. Why would I do that? I don't know. I still have my old bike. Hmm. That's true. 
<laughs> we got to get rid of that. Thing. No, I like it's taking a broom. Stop it! I love. Um, all right, so Malia, <laughs> where you want to take? Where do you want to take this? Um, I and I have to say, I love that you're doing all of this just to bring your love of skating to more people. I love that. And I'm thinking to myself and asking the question, like, where do you want to take it? I don't know if there's anywhere else to take it. I mean, that's a wonderful thing. But if there is somewhere else you want to take it, tell us. Um, right now, well, I'm, I'm renting a, a, that Friday night spot yep. from 7 to 8 downtown. So that my classes will start in October 1st is my first class. And that's my first dance roller dance class. Um, I'm probably going to look for a place to still offer a basics class um, and see if I can't do that. Cause I think there's really a demand for it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I, I really want people to get good basic skills down because it means they won't get hurt. And so it's, it's really important to me for people to learn well, you know, or to at least yeah. be strong. Yeah. I mean, all joking aside, I think I would actually do something like that. Oh, at a basic level. Yeah. I have this thing, like I've been eyeing um, Space Unicorn skateboard. Oh, right. you want to take up skateboard? I just, I have this desire to do something. To get like, on wheels. Like get you a segue. To get segue. on wheels. Yeah. Get I have you to, a segue. <laughs> a segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You could get one of those long boards and do like the dancing. You could do your climbing monkey. Like your you interpretive go. dance on a longboard. There you go. But I think I could do the climbing monkey on skates. You can get some. Listen, I got the skates are outside. Anyways, I just I've been um, sparkly. I don't know if it was on your page, Malia, or I read it somewhere. Some somehow it was related to this. You described or somebody described that skating, roller skating, is the closest thing we can feel to flying, right? Or yeah. it makes us feel like we're flying. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a quote from another famous skater, but it's very yeah. true. Yeah. It's, it really is the closest thing. If you, especially if you take one foot off the ground and hold your arms out while you're skating, Yeah, like it's you're, you could pretend that you're flying. You're Superman for a hot minute. <laughs> you just terrified me. You could be like I can't take idol. one foot off the ground. Um, I do love Superman, you do, love but him. only the Henry Cavill version of Superman. There are no other Supermen in my eyes. Now, Stomping Jen. Yes. Malia, is there anything else you want to talk to us about? And we've covered a lot no. here. Um, th thank you so much for having me on. I mean, visit, go to Happy Valley Skate, um, and you can see all the classes that are offered there. And if you want to just join, if you're in the area and you just want to join the community group on Facebook and just see what's going on, um, you know, the more the merrier. I, I always support people joining in the community. Yeah. And we're going to post all of these links in the show notes, in the uh, social media posts we do. I like to put those things in the comments. So mm -hmm. if you're looking, if you're looking for those links and you're listening to this, you, that's where you can find them. Okay. Great. All right. Um, so Malia, we like to ask this question of people. Um, now this is um, not roller skating related. Not roller skating related. Thank you, Stomping Jen, for recentering me. I just realized I left off one of the questions we like to ask, which is, 
Um, what do you like? What do you like to do for fun? Kind of um, reconnect with yourself. That's not related to skating. You know, and maybe maybe skating takes up so much time. There's nothing else. But <laughs> no, I do skate with my dog sometimes, and that's pretty oh. awesome. Does your dog um, have little dog skates? <laughs> he runs. He oh. runs. He will not let me pass him. Hmm. Um, what do I do for fun? <laughs> Before COVID, I used to like the movies. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Movies. So you like movies. Big movie fans. I do love yeah. the movies. Yeah. And I love binge watching TV. I'm kind of a oh. supernatural junkie we're bi- we we're, yeah we're huge yeah same we're, bin- we're binge watchers too yeah um we're we just started binge watching um nine perfect strangers we're like oh we're just gonna check it out and like we're three episodes in we can't i like i want to go back and watch more yeah we'll, we'll, we'll nine get to perfect it strangers yeah yeah it's on hulu it's this really um I haven't figured it out yet, but it's a story of these um, nine people who end up kind of like at this health and wellness retreat center. And something is amiss. And weird things start happening. Something's happening. So it's okay. kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a mystery. I don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's our, the best. Our last question. Um, and we ask this of everyone who comes on here. And People people give us a, a wide range of answers, and there's no there's no right way to answer this. Um, so I'm just going to ask the question: It's what have you experienced that you cannot explain? Mm. I know that, I know that's a I know that's a that's a spicy you meatball. To, you don't have to. Wow, well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what have I experienced that I cannot explain? Yeah. Um. I was visited by a ghost once. All right, hold on. I want you to tell us that, but I'm going to play this music. He's going to play now the that spooky now that music. Yeah, hold on one second. He needs to play the spooky music. Yeah, here we go. Okay. All right, tell oh, us your ghost okay, story. Ghost story. Please. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, when I was in college, I, well, I was an older college student. I was like 30. Um, but I lived in this house that was built in 1820s. Mm. And it had been previously owned by a colonel in some war, and it was a shotgun house, so that, like, it was really old and really creepy. (laughs) Um, But I had some friends that lived there before me, and they said, at night, you could hear footsteps walking around upstairs, like in the attic. And all these people would stay there and said they heard different things. They heard, like, voices or things. Well, so I moved in, I lived by myself and I had a, a box fan sitting on the floor in the doorway and I was having problems getting to sleep and all of a sudden I felt something kind of like slip over my leg. Oh God. And it was kind of slithering, but it felt like it was the size of a mouse. It was really weird. And then I looked up and when I got up, the box fan started to spin. What? Oh my God. <laughs> and I sat up and I began cussing at Colonel Alfred Moore. <laughs> yeah, what a creep. And like, I just sat up, I turned all the lights on in the house. I was completely freaked out. Oh my God. And I yelled at him and then I 
crawled back in bed and I like just sat there like curled up all night terrified. But he never bothered me after that. Oh my god. Wow. It's crazy. Thank I you got for chills. sharing that. Yeah. I like a good ghost story. That was a good one. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and um Colonel Alfred Moore, ghost. Stop being a creep. <laughs> All right. Leave those people alone. Yes. Um Malia, thank you for coming on and talking to us. It was a it was a pleasure. Um Thank you. Really appreciated meeting you and talking to you about skating and your love of the sport. Roller skating. Right. Right. I want to yes. be clear. Which Sawtooth Frank is going to come and borrow my sparkly skates when I get my suede skates. Yeah, when you get your replacement skates. I will commit to doing a lesson. <laughs> and doing the monkey on the, monkey. the skates. Yep. <laughs> the I will, climbing the yep, tree. I will do all of those things. All right. We monkey. can do that in the grass. In the safe space in the grass. You have no confidence in me. I can see. <laughs> you can go down the little hill. Yeah, no. From the curb. Let me be clear. Street. M- Malia has absolutely assessed me correctly, mm. and starting me off on the grass is the right place. <laughs> so, a a fine teacher, I can tell. Um, all right. Uh, so, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Um, Stomping Jen, what do we need to say to our listeners? There's some things. They have to be said. We love you. Hmm. What else? Uh, share with a friend. Right. So subscribe. if you subscribe, yeah, if you like hearing this stuff, um, Download, share with a friend. Share with a friend. Word of mouth. Tell all your buds about it. Yeah, please. Because um, that's how we share the soft serve. Yep. Subscribe on your podcast app. Download the episodes. Do all you know. the things. Yeah. All the things. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and uh, if you're listening to this and you'd like to appear on here and talk to us, yeah, let us know. Shoot us an email, softservepodcast at gmail dot com. Look at you right? throwing out our handles. I know. What's that all about? Yeah, maybe by this point we'll have our website. Our website might be up <laughs> might by be now. Up in yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a slow process. Yeah, um, by our own fault, <laughs> mostly because of me. Um, all right. I think this is it. I think it's it. We just want to say goodbye, right? Yeah. So Malia, we we like, you know, we all go around and we just say goodbye. Um my catchphrase, my good my catchphrase is bye now. Your catchphrase? Well, I invented it. All right, friends. Yep. Romans, um, countrymen. So Malia, if you want to give us a bye now or some other expression of farewell, later that's fine. skaters. Oh, I love later it. Later skaters. I talked over you a little bit. Let's do it again. Later, skaters. All right. That was awesome. All A right. skating-themed goodbye. Stomping Jen, what have you got for us? Bye now. All right, folks. Uh, we love you. Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect 
and love. And love. And I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road. 